two dramas with a side of kimchi. The fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. I'm K-Muse. And I'm Carrie the Mockney. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in your show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to have you join us. All right, everyone. It is season six. I cannot believe that. (laughs) I know. I know. I said season five was starting to somebody the other day, so obviously I'm blind. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And we're going to... Uh, well, it's a week later than we usually do it, but of course, this is that time of year where we do our end of year. I don't even know if it's can technically be said as a review or just like shenanigans mm-hmm. <laughs> or twenty twenty two shenanigans, mm-hmm. where we make up random stuff and talk about various aspects <laughs> of the dramas we watched in twenty twenty two. So we, I don't know, we get tired of talking about our favorites by the time we record this. And so usually it's just like, we'll see what comes out. (laughs) It's mayhem. So if you want a more traditional um, outlook on our favorites, go and look at our blog post. We did release that a couple of weeks ago. So that is out in the world, but this is going to be our fun chaos end of year review. So all right. yeah, I think a good clarification before we start is also that um, there, there are some dramas that ended at the beginning of 2022 that ended up in our podcast like last year that are kind of on the cusp. So if we don't mention somebody that you think that was like, oh my gosh, that was my favorite of the year and they didn't mention it, which the way that we do it because it's just random games, we're probably not going to mention a lot of people that <laughs> are favorites because <laughs> the game's just the way that it is. But if there's not somebody that we mentioned, it's probably because we talked about them a lot in the last year's podcast. So that's just kind of how the end of the year dramas that might end the week, first week of the month or whatever, it just kind of end up being that way. So just so you know. Yep. All right. So let's get started. Out of your favorite 2022 characters, which one would be the hardest to explain to your friends and family? that you are dating them. So I'll begin. First of all, explaining that I was dating anyone other than my <laughs> husband. All right, this oh, isn't a fantasy world where we're all single and, and maybe awkward. a little bit younger. <laughs> and, so, um, and so I will say that I do believe Moon Lord would mm. be mm-hmm. one of the most difficult to explain because first of all, I'd have to be like, well, why is this man with his big brooding devil horn? He would be very difficult to explain because it would just be hard to explain why this person with his fantastic outfits and fancy horns. So there, yes. Um, you know, why he's brooding about and perhaps, you know, blasting things apart and, you know, those kinds of things. And um, also, if he needed to bring his, you know, special tree, um, you know, would we have to take care of that? Like, so many questions. Yeah. So um, I think the biggest one should be like, 
Well, he's 40,000 years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, but you know and what? And then you I, get that whole Twilight thing. Like, yeah. Where's the age gap? limit here <laughs> but i feel like at least i can be like no 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 i know he looks a lot younger but no really he's forty thousand years older so i am we're not good. a cougar i'm yes. a sugar baby so um i read the question really fast apparently because i I just read hardest to explain to your friends and family and didn't read the dating them part. So. So who'd you pick? I, it, it, who I picked was, uh, my writing is horrible. Who <laughs> rim. Is that what was her name from, uh, tomorrow? Oh who yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Goo goo. No, it's our. Y U N Gurion. Anyway, her, she'd be pretty hard to explain to my family for many reasons. But I just think that the way she handles situations, the way she pops in and out of the scene and you know, is back. I mean, she's a grim reaper for for goodness sakes. Like that would be really hard for her for me to explain to my family. But yeah, that that's my pick. It's Kim Hee Sun in Tomorrow. Um, she's just one of my favorite characters that I didn't get to mention in a lot of things. So that's one of the first people that popped into my head when I was the hardest to explain. But her pink hair is awesome. You don't have to explain that. So no, exactly. no, I don't necessarily like. It's not. It's right. not like Moon Supreme where he walks in and you're like, "Who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> her is more of like. Her exterior, her attitude in a lot of things, like she can yeah. be pretty gruff. And then again, she just pops in and out when she wants. And well, when and you have the Isu Hyuk is like chasing after her a lot of the exactly. time. So and he so... might show up mm-hmm. and then I have to explain him. And then <laughs> Im Rungu, like they're all, they're, they're a whole bat, you know, all together. So if they all showed up in their Grim Reaper, like clothes and stuff. Yeah. I, I would have to explain it. Okay. So for me. Um, again, so we're removing like all sorts. This is fantasy land, but anyway, right. um, it would be <laughs> Zhao He Yun from Reset because he would like it'd be kind of like Groundhog Day with him, like he'd show up over and over again, and then he would know stuff that I didn't know that my family didn't know, oh, yeah, and then he'd disappear. Yeah, but so that he would creepy if some random dude comes <laughs> in, knows everything about your family, and then you're like, well, that's weird. Because we've never met. But. Yeah. And then like starts looking to see if you have like, you know, like opening your pots and whatnot to see <laughs> if you're going to like be carrying that onto the bus. Those kinds of things. Yeah. Right. He's very concerned about everything I'm carrying in my yes. transportation. Yes. Is that a pressure cooker. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought of the guy from Love and Time as well, because he's a very similar like he just shows up mm-hmm. in your apartment out of nowhere wherever he is and he could be hard to explain too because i was <clears throat> i haven't seen reset but the love and time guy has a very similar situation same, same yeah. sim, you know same thing yeah like, just yeah, shows yeah. up like hey that whole out the, of time thing it's yeah. it's tough he's in the future yep so for my pick i actually picked seungook from cafe minam dong because <laughs> 
again, <laughs> not the best drama of the year, right, but he right. <laughs> did his best with that role. Like he played the heck out of that role. Also, imagine bringing home some random dude, be like, well, he used to be a cop. Then he went to prison and now he's a, he's shaman, a shaman for hire. Yeah. <laughs> a little over the top. Like with and he has a sexy fan. So I was know, gonna say be, there's the fan. Could you imagine like he flips out the fan for dinner <laughs> like, <laughs> when meeting the parents, you know? I, I think he'd be a little hard to explain, but then they'd be like, Well, he is hot. So okay, maybe we do understand, but <laughs> But explaining his whole vibe would be an effort. Indeed. <laughs> and he's Samguk, so. He's going to come in here somewhere. There would be no explanation needed to your family. And they'd be like, oh, it's that guy. They'd be he's like, here. oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him so many times. We it feels yes, we get his it. family. He's been with us so many times. <laughs> yeah. She has a pillow with his picture on it. <laughs> I am not that bad. My husband would not be okay with that. But now I know the perfect gift to get you. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Okay. So <clears throat> whom would you pick to style your biggest enemy's wardrobe? And like on one hand, I was like, do I pick the worst stylist so my enemy looks horrible or do I want my enemy to look really cool to be fighting me? Oh. I wasn't quite mm. sure which one I wanted, but I chose that I want him to look silly. So I chose the um, snow fairy from fairy and, and devil. Yeah. Oh, because then my enemy, I don't know if I'd be able to keep a straight face. I'm fighting my enemy and he has the, <laughs> you mean bubble boy? <laughs> yes. bubble boy. Yeah. I still don't understand exactly why he got that nickname, but anyway, <laughs> because it looks like bubbles, like all of his yeah. little horns and yeah. stuff mm. looks like he, bubbles. He gets like weird. Like it looks like plastic ice sickles or something. Or, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> He he would definitely be who I would want to to style my enemy so that I could laugh at him or them or her. But he would take I it know. as a compliment. He wouldn't realize that this was like yeah. revenge styling. <laughs> right, which would be kind of funny too. So <laughs> <laughs> it'd be good all around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. For me, I chose uh Ju Yu Jung from Business Proposal. She's the cousin, the you know I have no oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> because she would be just petty enough to do it mm -hmm. so that it looked horrible. Like it would be all high end, but it would all look horrible on them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's that I would go for the entertainment I love factor that there. Character. She was so much fun. She was. She fun. was. So for me, I would actually pick uh, Guyu Room from Love is for Suckers because her styling was horrendous, <laughs> was especially from episode yeah. three on. Oh, like yes. the first two episodes, it was just casual. But once they were in like the love house, it was yeah. like, what is she wearing? Yeah. It was horrible and always weird. And it's like, yeah, it was, was a lot of peekaboo cutouts. Was yeah. she the main character? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But she had good sneakers. She did. Mm -hmm. cool. She did. But yeah. all the rest of it was <laughs> yeah. just stupid outfits. That made no it's sense. <clears throat> Her current character in Island the wardrobe they have her in fits closer to what I've seen her in the past. So yes. I feel like she normally 
dresses the, and has her stylists do it a certain way, which is always, that's always been kind of weird with K-dramas to me is that like why a character looks very similar in dressing because of the, who the actor or actress is versus like what the character is supposed to be. Anyway, that's a very, very side <laughs> note type of thing. But so, I know it's product placement uh-huh. and all of that, but her style for love is for a second. I think they were trying to make her look younger and hipper or something. I don't know. It was just a lot of very weird choices weird that did not peekaboo outfits. <laughs> and they were like all asymmetrical and yeah. It was yeah. it was odd. Yeah. And stretchy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was so not a fan. For me, I would ask attorney Wu to style my enemy um, <laughs> because I think that um, many of the outfits she wore while serviceable um, were not particularly flattering and so mm. I think um, yeah I would say hey help me style them it would be very practical there you go yeah. with no eye to fashion whatsoever and mm, just needs but- to be comfortable I suppose mm-hmm. there wouldn't be any tags inside or anything, right. mm-hmm. you know, like no itchy tags. So that, in that it would be sense, very comfortable while they're fighting you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know for sure. Did we mean like our enemy? Like it says like just our, your nemesis our biggest enemy, right? I'm thinking more like, you know, somebody who's like petty at work or, you know, something like that. I don't really have people that I would like sword fight. So, you know, come on, sword fight. Make them sword fight in like restrictive clothing. (laughs) The wardrobe is the weapon. Uh, Yeah. All right. So on the other hand, who would we want styling our own wardrobe? And this one was actually an easy one for me. I can do this. From soundtrack number one, the female lead from soundtrack number one. Mm. It was very stylish, but very comfy. And I'm like, that is what I would like. If I was 20 years younger, I would actually be wanting her wardrobe, but I am not 20 years younger. Mm. So, but yeah, I, I really liked what she had going on. Just kind of the fuzzy, but comfortable and yet still with an edge of style. I liked it. So for me, I loved Yuri in Law Cafe, all of her outfits. Oh, that was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I loved her sweaters. They looked like just light enough so it was a comfy sweater, mm-hmm. but you're not sweating and feeling gross and it's not bulky. And it was so cute. And all of her hair and her outfits and everything was so cute and cheerful and stylish. So that's why. Oh my and, goodness. And obviously, K drama Jen and I are going to be twinners. Oh my so. god, we're twinning. Yes, <laughs> I'm okay with twinning. We're on I opposite was... sides of the U.S., so that's we can, true. We can twin from opposite ends. Yeah. Although I see you a lot more this year than normal. So true. <laughs> like we're wearing the same outfit. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she did have multiple good outfits, though. So you know, yes, and and she has an eye for style, so she can just kind of style us, and doesn't have to be the exact outfit that she's yes. Wore. Um, and yes, yeah, so that was um, Issei Young's character. I I just loved her style. And I was so sure nobody would pick Law Cafe because it really wasn't <laughs> a top drama, right? It kind of fell it apart. It wasn't, but, her but that's why these outfits categories were help. the top. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So, yep. So that was my choice. Oh, so you know I- what? 
Law Cafe, Isung Gi to style your enemy. Because the tracksuits. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the endless tracksuits. <laughs> that's, that's oh, that could have been an answer for a question down below. Anyway, um, I was going with a theme of enemies for some reason. Again, I've had a migraine all week and it's it's gone pretty much, but it's still kind of lingering. So my brain, like reading these questions, didn't quite get the questions to their <laughs> their fullest. But so I'm still on like that. I'm in an epic battle when you're dressing me or when you're styling me or something. I don't know. I'm. It's not everyday style because I picked the Jade Empress. <laughs> <laughs> so like from tomorrow. All of my answers are from tomorrow, I guess. You want to look like very dramatic all the time. And to to and with that, I would like to borrow Moon Supreme's wig. You should. For sure. That was one of the best wigs of all time. All time. Like all time. Like I'm watching a drama with him in it right now, and I'm like, he looks so good, but I kind of miss your wig, sir. Yeah. Could you go mm-hmm. find it? Because yeah. did you steal it and take it home with you? You needed to. Like, well, and I don't know how they get those wigs to be so luxurious and mm-hmm. gorgeous. He had to have it pinned back a lot when they weren't filming. Yeah. Like if he was going around set, they pinned it all back to where it was. Yeah, I don't know. Because you was... look at the Korean ones and they never have that gorgeous hair. Yeah. So no, it, it was it was a thing to behold. Of course, this is my question. <laughs> if you can pick a director from one of this year's dramas to film your life story, who would it be? So I'm gonna pick the director from oh gosh, what is that called? The <laughs> the bloody heart? Or it's the one that I like the the Seguk. That's on Disney Plus. It's Bloody, Bloody Heart. Heart. Yeah. Bloody Heart. He made everyone's skin look amazing and flawless. <laughs> and the, everything was lit perfectly. So mm. even if I had a very tragic story and at some point I die tragically, I would look amazing <laughs> doing it. So that is who yeah, I'd want to choice. direct my drama or my life, life. drama. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So we had a conversation on the Discord channel about which dramas would count for this year and which don't and blah, blah, blah. But there was a drama that ended January 1st, 2022. (laughs) And that director, the Red Sleeve Mm -hmm. director, I would like to film my life story. And so we talked about it a lot last year for our end of the year, blah, blah, blah. I know. But um, on a technicality, I think we can bring in the director so he can film my life story. Uh, that's funny. Um, I had a couple of choices because I thought mine would be picked already. But I will um, pick my top one, which would be the Queen's Umbrella. Mm-hmm. I would have them direct my life because it would be done both uh dramatically but also capture the 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 sweet funny sentimental moments they were really good at that so i really liked um the thought of my life being captured like that but on the note of like good skin and all of that i think the other director would be our beloved summer yeah because they always they looked just beautiful throughout the whole thing like they're they radiated the the, the lighting was really good in that one. And I think I would look 
beautiful (laughs) (laughs) in their drama of my life. So, yeah. Okay. So I first cheat. (laughs) Yes. Your first cheat (laughs) won't be the last. Uh Uh, But um, I went for more emotion than like actual technical stuff because I really liked how you and you and Sheik directed Extraordinary Attorney Wu. You could tell a lot of love went into that Mm -hmm. and a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I'd want my life approached with a very loving eye, (laughs) a very forgiving eye. So that's what I'd, I would pick him to direct my, my life story. Okay. What was your favorite swoony moment of 2022? You can choose two. No more than two. I have three. It's a challenge. <laughs> so my first one is the moment in Attorney Wu when um, Kang Teo or yeah Kang Teo takes that step forward, like because she says that he doesn't affect her or whatever it was, and mm. he like leans in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a swoony moment. Mm-hmm. So that was one, and then. Um, the f- I wrote about this in the blog, but the final kiss in my calorie boy, um, mm-hmm. this drama was like this really long, slow burn. And so t- for it to all come together like that at the end, it was that was lovely. And of course, fairy and devil. So I'm sure other people will enumerate um, all of the lovely reasons why that was so swoony. But those are my three. I mean, two. <laughs> so I also have three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I only have two. But one of mine is brief work because again, other people can mention it. But I just think that any time that Orchid and Fairy kissed, they made it super swoony. Like mm. the like the, the dramatics, all everything that was going on around them most of the time, it was just swoony. Swoon, swoon, swoon. Um, my other one is also from Attorney Wu, and it's when they are, it's at, toward the end of the drama, they're in the car, and um, Jun Ho and her are discussing, like, the the way she loved, like, the affection and how he feels like she's kind of like a cat, oh. and um, that, you know, you just, every once in a while, they'll show affection, but then they go away or whatever, and the, like, the way that she's like, you but cats love their owners or I, I can't remember the exact like That's way what she, she said it. Yeah, and so cats cat- love their owners too. Yes. The cats love mm-hmm. it. And just the way, like his look, her look, then her jumping out of the car, like it, everything about that scene just encapsulated how adorable they were. And it was swoony too. Like just the way that they played it off um, was very swoony. So I loved that moment. And then my final one is and none of you guys watched our blues. So you won't do an awe over this, but uh, Park Wubin's not Park Wubin. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who that Kim, is. Kim Wubin. <laughs> I I have his. Okay, I know where it came from. His character's name is Park Jung Joon, and he brings his girlfriend uh, to meet his parents. And she is uh, that. There's things in her life of. of of her sister and things surrounding that where parents would be kind of shun her from being in their family. They wouldn't want to accept her and just everything about the way that he introduces her and her parents' reaction and the buildup and just how loving and sweet and accepting. And it's just the whole moment. I know that's not, 
it's a it's an emotional swoony moment mm-hmm. for me. So I loved their the their interactions and everything throughout their drama. And That's I'm my- yeah, and mine like the biggest one for me from Fairy and Devil was that not the final kiss of the drama, but that final kiss as they're fighting the big boss because it was a transformative moment where the two of them come together and become even more than they were separately. Mm. So it like it added layers and layers on top of just the fact that it was a really cool kiss. I mean, it was a mid battle. She's rescuing him kind of kiss, but it was also very labored and very mythic. And I like that kind of stuff. And then my other one would be actually reset. I'm not sure which specific scene it was, but it's just the male lead and the female lead, you know, they're going through this puzzle and trying to figure things out and trying to figure out how to stop the bus from blowing up. And they start, it takes them a little bit to start trusting each other, but once they start trusting each other and working together and turning to each other, and then all of a sudden they're falling in love and there is a kiss that happens. And it's just like that whole progression to me was swoony because they learned to, to work together and trust each other in this very tense situation and to watch it turn into love was really cool. So for me, if everyone else is doing three, I'm going to do three too. I only did two. (laughs) I know, but you're a rule follower. I am am too. I'm a rule follower. No, you're not. (laughs) I follow the ones that make sense. (laughs) No rules make sense to you. (laughs) So the first that I have, of course, is from Fairy Fairy and Devil. It's definitely one of the one that has all the spoons. But my favorite moment was when she's being tortured and held aloft and they're like torturing <laughs> oh, her. Yes. Yes. And then yes. he pops in, grabs her from behind and says, how dare you? Yes. And like mm-hmm. goes chaotic evil on everyone's butts and is holding her by the waist and is like super hot. So uh-huh. that one is one of them, even though it doesn't involve a kiss, it was still really good. And then one of the best couple OTP moments this year came from Bloody Heart when the whole premise is um, he's in love with this girl and secretly the king is and he has kind of hidden her away and the bad guy takes her and forces her to become one of his concubines and but he has to hate her because she's with the faction that he's against and so he's supposed to go sleep with this other woman that he married, but instead he says, screw it. I'm going to go to the woman I love. And he goes and they have this massive, gorgeous kiss next to the water. And it is super swoony because they're like, we're screwing it all. We might all die, but we'll die together kind of thing. And it was really good. Really, really good. And I think Jen's the only one that watched that one. I loved that so, drama. That was great. But that was a great moment. That was a great couple, like yeah. emphasis moment. And then my final one is from uh, Love Like a Galaxy. Oh, love that show. Yes. And it is when the leading man gets his revenge and he's all going to sacrifice himself and die because oh. he got his revenge. And she comes swooping in on a horse, horse. and uh. grabs him up like the damsel in distress he was <laughs> and rides off with him. And it was really a great moment. Amazing. So swoony. Yeah. So swoony. And I love that she got to do that traditional male moment because she was a total badass. So 
I love that. I love that show. That was such a, a great good show. drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and there was plenty of swooning in that one too. There was lots of swooning, but that was just where your heart is racing and you're like cheering outside of your bedroom because people are trying to sleep. So (laughs) anyway, those are mine. Okay. So am I then? Yes. So which OTP would you want to go on a double date with and why? And I have a funny one that I don't want to go on a double date with, which is attorney Wu and Junho (laughs) because I don't really want to go pick up recycling stuff or (laughs) some of the, although if she wanted to take me to see the whales, I definitely might go with her on that. But, um, I would, and I don't know why I want to go on a double date with the semantic error couple. They are just my, one of my favorite couples of the year. And I try to include them as much as possible. And I just think that they would be super fun and cute. And, you know, I, I just think that we would have a good time and they're adorable. So (laughs) they are adorable. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my, that's my pick. Okay. And for me, I kind of went left field for this just because I feel like we talk about, you know, our top two dramas all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, who would keep us entertained? And so I decided the magician and his, she's his wife by the end, his wife from um, from now on Showtime. That'd be a good double date because if the conversation ever lagged, we could just be like, all right, have your ghost like do something, make entertain <laughs> us. <laughs> I think for me, I'd want to go out to eat with they weren't traditionally a couple by the end of the show, but you could see that they were going to be a couple. And that was may it please the court OTP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they were so smart and their dialogue was really snappy. And I think it'd be fun to just watch them hit against each other. And I, I it would never be boring. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and they like to eat. There was a lot of eating in that show. <laughs> there you go. Oh, this one's really hard for me because I like, basically I could just, I watched a lot of revenge dramas, right? So I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> like, I don't want to go like on a double date with anyone from blind. Cause you know, I might end up dead and I don't necessarily <laughs> want, like, I loved, uh, love like the galaxy, but like, that's a little bit. You might end up me. poisoned from yeah, someone in like, the Like I don't really want to do that. <laughs> and, you know, I watched a lot of like historicals and things and, and a lot of things just with like really high angst. And that's just like not my vibe. Like if I want to like go out for an evening kind of thing, I just want to be like, can we just chill a little bit? Um, you know, like there's Kin Porsche. I thought, oh, maybe we go out with them. But like, then I'd have to be like, oh my gosh, you too. What are you doing under the table? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Button your shirt. Come on. So I just felt like I was in the last three seconds. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's like no need for that right now where it's time to order. You know what I mean? So I've really thought about this and um, I just can't really choose one. So really, I've just kind of listed the ones that I wouldn't want to go with. Um, And I but I do think it might be kind of fun to just like hang out with um, the judge from juvenile justice. I, I was, was just going to suggest that I was yeah. looking at the, my drama list. I'm like, 
she could go hang out with the people from juvenile justice. Yeah, I would love to yeah. just go and chat and kind of, you know, um, learn more about their legal system there and, you know, just sort of discuss like things that we might do to save the youth, you know, things like that. So, um, or to, you know, make a difference, you know, what kind of educational programming can we put in place? Those kinds of things. Um, although I just realized if it's a double date, um, I don't know what our dates are going to talk about, but whatever. Um, so she, there you her go. coworker, she had that coworker that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we'll do. So, okay. So that's my answer. Okay. There we go. All right. So now I'm switching things entirely and talking about non-humans, what was the best PPL or product placement or use of an accessory in this year's dramas? So I have to say from business proposal, it was the food. Like I have mm -hmm. bought BBGO dumplings since oh, watching that true. drama and not been sad about it at all. That's a good one. That's true. I think I'm going to have to go with my very trusty fan. I, I had just two fans. <laughs> yes. There is the Mim Mim Dong. Mm -hmm. uh, what is that what it was called? Sangook's drama, whatever it was yeah. called. And he had a very fancy fan. And then Jing Hook's character on um, Bloody. Bloody Heart also mm -hmm. had a fan. And of course, he's like long-term fan. And we all know he's just pretty good. So, mm -mm. yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So, again, this one's really tricky because I watched so many historicals. I was trying to think like what was the ppl like and usually there's something like you know this is this year's vacuum cleaner or like in the past i bought the purse from um strong woman do bong soon because like mm -hmm. it really you mm -hmm. know made me um and i can't really think of anything um that except for like some i guess it would be food related again um so some of the things that I saw uh, that they were eating when I was in Korea, um, my daughter and I were like, ooh, let's go have that. Um, so because there were a lot of like barbecue restaurants and things that have been obviously are often featured in Korean dramas. And so if I don't have to go with just a specific one, um, then I would say probably some of the like just random kinds of restaurants and things that are featured um not a particular name but just um like it made me want to eat a lot of the food that I saw so I'll go with like barbecue restaurants uh, a lot of like um the shows with because I I did also watch a lot of like the teen type drama like school dramas um, although I think a lot of the time they ended up as like zombies and whatnot. So um, <laughs> or there was a lot of bullying, but a lot of them did feature um, like little cafes and um, and like uh, smaller like barbecue restaurants. And so that inspired me while I was actually there to to eat yummy food. So I'll go with that. So it's similar to like food and stuff was in my liberation notes, the convenience stores, like that's what he, he worked at. Like that was his, um, the, the brother's job was mm -hmm. working at convenience stores and they featured them pretty heavily within the, <clears throat> within the dramas. 
And it just stuck out to me as, cause again, I don't like, there's no massage chair that was prominent this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a, I mean, the tea or the coffee or anything like that. Like, I don't really remember, but no max and gold this year. Right. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm like missing it. Like I'm just forgetting. Maybe my brain just tunes it out most of the time now. <laughs> I don't know, but the convenience store and all of that, that was very prominent and, um, I just remember that a lot because again, he works there, but he's, he spends a lot of time there. And then there was like the, uh, sweet potato thing. Oh, I know something that got me a product placement. It wasn't a drama. It was in a, um, the, uh, vacation in the soup vacation with the, the uh, Wooga clan gang or whatever. Mm -hmm. They had the steam bun wrote, wrote, a rotating thing that you can put mm. steam like sticky steam buns or whatever outside like they would be able to go outside their room and go pick that up I want one of those but I don't want to have to make the steam buns so I can just <laughs> deliver them to me randomly <laughs> <laughs> and that was and they were purple or you know ts anyway that was that's mine okay so now we're going to play a white elephant hottie game I have used the Will of Destiny to place five 2022 hotties, both male and female, into five boxes. We will start with... (laughs) All right, it's going to be K-Drama Jen, Drama Geek, Machne, then I'll go. And actually, there should be only four. I don't know why Mm. I have five, but we'll have a fifth box just because. So... (laughs) And if anyone are, wants to sell me $5, I'll give them that fit. <laughs> the fifth can box. I ask the question? Are you actually putting them in boxes? Yes. These piece, like people crates? will hypothetically be crated to your house. Okay. <laughs> so, Good to know. Okay. In Alrighty. this hypothetical world, you know. So now she just picks a number, right? Yeah. She just picks a number of a box, one through five. And I tell you who's your number person. Three. And then you have, wait, oh. then you have the... Uh, you can keep yours. The first person has to keep theirs. The second person picks a number and they can choose to steal the last hottie and give the old person their new box, or they can choose to open a box. And then the person who chose first gets to do it at the very end, steal anyone's or keep their own. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's totally white elephant. Three. Okay, your box has Bakiajin from 2521, who is the sweet all-around good guy. Wait, which one is he? He's the leading man. <laughs> the male lead from 2521. Yeah. I don't want him. Well, <laughs> then you'll get to switch later on. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, next, I just feel right? like... He didn't like I I I I don't know I I just feel like it will be you'll ship and him. To he me. made a lot of people swoon. There was yeah. a lot of people swooning. He, he also made swooning. a lot of people cry. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, be upset. You will ship him to me, and then I will have to give him a good talking to because I would just feel like <laughs> some of his life choices I don't really agree with. I think we need to have a conversation. That's all. Okay. So am I next? Yes. Okay. I, I Sorry, Jen. Not going to steal your hottie. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have a number five, please. All right. For you, it's 
Wu Young Wu from Attorney Wu. Nice. All right. <laughs> no one's like switching hotties. What are you going to do here, Mockney? Well, we we got to know what our options are. So give me box number four and let's see what we've got here. Uh, you get Dong Fong, Dylan Wing from Devil and Fairy. Keeping, keeping, keeping. <laughs> no. Yeah, Jen's, Jen's still in your, your, your guy. But okay. <laughs> All right. For me, I'm going to pick box number two, even though I know who's in it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. There's no way to make this complete. So, so in it. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's not. <laughs> I was good. I picked the big dramas that we all kind of liked. So, mm-hmm. and mine is Jeng Yuk from uh what's it called i just finished it alchemy of soul because uh-huh. he did a really amazing job ej wook played that mm. character and by far his best character to date so i'm gonna keep him all so right now are we gonna Jen, go right Jen. doesn't she get to steal yep, she can steal or pick box number one that hasn't oh. been well i want i think um I want, well, I want Dylan Wong. I want. <laughs> uh, All right. Mockdays was stolen. Do you want to steal someone, Mockdays, or do you want box number one? Um, I'll take Chong Oak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to okay. go for box number one and switch out. I want uh, Cheng Shaosheng from Love Like the Galaxy because. She was really awesome awesome. and Mm -hmm. we could go shopping together and she would (laughs) figure out brilliant ways to save us money. So. And ride in on her horse and. Yep. So poor Bakya Jin is kicked to the curb. He's getting shipped back. No one wants him. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else satisfied with their gifts. Yes. Yes. Okay. We will finish the episode with our traditional picks. First up, best actor. Okay, so for me, you know, I wrote one for the blog post. So I talked about Song Jun Ki in um, Reborn Rich because I love Song Jun Ki and I think he did a really amazing job. Um, but he... He never disappoints me when it comes to, I may have had issues with the show itself, but um, I would say he doesn't disappoint me when it comes to his actual acting. But I think actually Lee Sung Min is probably someone that I would even choose over him. Um, Assuming that that's who I think it is. That's grandpa, right? That was the grandpa in Reborn Rich, wasn't it? I think so. You <laughs> Hang on. I don't have <laughs> it right up in front of me, so yeah. I cannot guarantee you. I'll get it for you it just is. a sec. <laughs> yes, Lee Sung Min. Lee Sung Min was grandpa from Reborn Rich, and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, he was fantastic. So he really was. He's my choice. Um, I'm going to do the same thing where I'm going to just kind of quickly name who I picked on the blog post, which was Kim Woo Bin. I loved him in the movie. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Anna and 
alienoids. Yeah, alienoids. Mm-hmm. And then he was also in Our Blues. He did a really good job. And I just loved seeing him on my screen again. But um, I also really loved, and I don't know if I'm stepping on the Mockney's toes on this. I'm not sure. But uh, Son Suk Goo from Mr. He was Mr. Goo in my Liberation Notes. I really, really enjoyed his character and in that and he had to do a lot of quiet acting and it was like he didn't speak a lot in the first couple episodes (laughs) and he did just such a great job at um all the different uh aspects of his character that he had to show so I really enjoyed his performance in that and I like making sure we're mentioning as many of my favorites as possible so yeah. And he was, I mentioned him in the blog post. I liked oh, him okay. and I liked Wong Hedi or Dylan Wong. Mm. But I actually went outside the blog post for this choice too. Because between writing the blog post and um, now, I finished Week Hero Class One, but it is a 2022 mm. drama. Mm-hmm. And Park okay. Ji-hoon was amazing. Mm. Very good. Like yeah. the repressed anger that he held through the entire drama. Because I was watching, yeah. I was working on some blog posts for K-pop something or other and one of his music videos came up and just looking at him in the music video and then having his the image of him from week hero class one I was just like the difference is spectacular and he is an amazing actor he's just he communicates emotion really really well yeah man I was going to pick someone from a movie (laughs) and I thought it was 2022, but it was 2021. But does it count that it never became available until 2022? <laughs> sure, sure. Does that count? It All does. Okay. It does. All kinds of things count today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, one of my best performances that I enjoyed this year was Lee Hajun. He was uh, the serial killer in the movie uh, Midnight. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. I made drama geek or drama, uh, K-drama Jen watch it with me and he was so good. And then I had to go to my hotel room by myself. It was kind of a sketchy hotel room. It was kind of a sketchy hotel. Or not sketchy. It just felt sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the power went out. We all know the serial killer is just hiding in the corner. Yes. (laughs) But he did such an amazing job. He also did... The one part of Little Women I did enjoy was his performance. He did a really good job in that. I'm hoping to see much more of him come 2023. I am trying to think. He's in the remake of uh, Que Sera Sera. They're remaking it. I don't know why, but they are. He is going to be in that. And a couple other shows, The Worst of Evil, and Yinsung Creature season two. So what all that is, he's going to be in that. So that kind of looks cool. I'm excited to see where he goes in the next year because he's a very talented actor. I also loved Kim Nam Gil in, uh, was it Under the Darkness, Into the Darkness? Through the Darkness. Yeah. Through the Darkness. That's what it was. <laughs> it was a much more... Um, he usually has these very dramatic roles and this one was definitely more contained, but mm-hmm. the performance was just brilliant. So I really like that. It was, uh, he played the role of one of the early investigators using profiling in, uh, trying to catch, um, 
repeat offenders. So it was really an interesting drama and he did a great job. So those are mine. So next one will be the best actress. And I feel like, um, Kim Hesu is who I mentioned in the blog post. She did a fantastic, amazing job in, um, under the queen's umbrella. Um, but I also think that when it comes to like fairy and devil, we tend, a lot of people talk about Dylan Wang and his performance, but, um, I want to give a shout out to Esther Wu at uh, you, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and her performance, I think she play, like did such a good, and if you watch the behind the scenes, like, I feel like she guided a lot of things and really helped set the tone for many things. And I just loved her character. It took a lot, like it was impressive that she managed to make me at the very beginning be like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this character. And by like episode six or seven, I was like, I couldn't live without her type situation. (laughs) So she did a really good job. She was, she was fabulous. I think honestly, the two of them together, I don't think any other pairing would have worked quite as well as those two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my favorite, and I mentioned it on the blog and I'm going to mention it here because Park Eun-bin just knocked it out of the park for a turn. Yeah. She yeah. was incredible all around. Like there are no words. She was just, yeah. she was so good. hundred percent. So for me, I really loved uh, Jung Fru Wan's performance in may it please the court she's been in a whole bunch of legal dramas in the last couple of years and she has come out and said this is her last one for a while that she's going to play a lawyer because she always plays the lawyer that's (laughs) slightly ethically gray and kind of like works the court system in her favor uh but she does such a good job about it and this is by far my favorite out of all of her lawyer roles she just did a great job and it the drama was just perfect with the revenge but not the revenge where you, you lose yourself kind of way it was really well done I, you know they really found the perfect ending and true justice and she was just heartbreaking and wonderful all at once so she gets my vote and for me, I there's just I can't say anyone really other than Kim Hesu. I know that Drama Geeks already mentioned her, but she was just fantastic in Juvenile Justice, and then amazing in Under the Queen's Umbrella. So um, not just like I loved the character of the Queen in Under the Queen's Umbrella, but I really also just loved her acting. Thought that she just um, pulled that off so beautifully. Um, and I love that I had two different shows with her in it this year to be able to really have, you know, highlight exactly what she's capable of. But I do also think that um, you can't really mention an actor or actress um, without saying Kim Hae-suk, uh, who was mm. the um, Queen Dowager in Under the Queen Umbrella, as well as... Um, wasn't she also in yeah she was yeah she was the jade empress yeah tomorrow yeah she was killed it this year she Mm -hmm. was amazing i love that we have so many like older actresses that it's not just candy characters anymore Mm -hmm. because remember back when we started watching 
you know, if you were over like 28, you were suddenly the mom character. (laughs) But now they're letting a lot of the actresses that came up through the ranks really kind of settle into these meaty roles Mm -hmm. and not be just relegated to like a side character. And I love that we're getting all that more and more every year. Mm -hmm. So agree. 100% agree. All right. So last but not least, our favorite drama of 2022. And for me, hands down, it's Love Between Fairy and Devil. I know it's not a surprise. <laughs> and it's it's not just like the epicness of the OTP, but also I love mythic criticism and like the journey of Orchid and the journey of our Moon Lord. Just it's got so much archetypal depth to it that it's been a lot of fun for me to pull it apart on my rewatch and be like, oh, yeah, now they're doing this and this. It's just it's been a lot of fun for me, not only as a fangirl to watch, but also as kind of an academic to watch and to to see how brilliantly that story was put together. And for me, I have to agree. um, Love between fairy and devil. You can't sit. It it was just perfect. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing that you couldn't get out of it. It was the perfect romance, the perfect adventure. It was just a really great drama. And I think for anyone, I, there's very few people that if they just settle down and watch it, they'll not enjoy this drama. It has a little bit of everything for mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, I also would put in love, uh, Love in the galaxies or between the galaxies. Love whatever like the that galaxy. Yeah. Love like the galaxies. Sorry, there's <laughs> too many titles. <laughs> Love like the galaxies, I would say, is just as perfect in a slightly different genre and just amazing OTP, amazing action, very well written script, and very satisfying all around. Yes. Yeah, so for me, um, Love Like the Galaxy was definitely one of my top dramas. I loved, I just, it was gut-wrenching. I just, I really loved it. Um, but my, and also, um, and I think I mentioned this in the blog, Attorney Wu was really well done this year. But my mm-hmm. absolute favorite drama of 2022 was Under the Queen's Umbrella. Um, I just felt like there were so many amazing themes that were covered it was done in a way that was really sensitive, but um, thoughtful. And I just thought that the acting was fantastic. The costumes were amazing. And um, I just was thoroughly satisfied with Under the Queen's Umbrella this year. So <clears throat> Under the Queen's Umbrella for me as well, it, I, it might be my favorite drama in the past. I, I, I'm not going to say how many years, but I don't know. It just, it, there's just so much that spoke to me so much that was done so well, the acting, directing, the cast, just everybody, like, it just was so good, but it's kind of crazy that if you would have asked me three months ago, it, it would have been extraordinary attorney woo. Like, again, mm-hmm. I have watched so many clips and reels and behind the scenes of extra uh, extraordinary attorney woo like i loved that i re-watched episode one through like four i think maybe several times and i never mm. do that so like i love 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 extra, uh, the attorney woo 
but all but then under the queen's umbrella it just hit me in a very emote like different way that i could can't not say that under the queen's umbrella is my favorite like my favorite of the year but i also have to cheat <laughs> and say that the one one of the dramas on my list that i haven't i think i mentioned it very briefly but um it came in very at the very end but all of us are dead I really it for me to like a zombie movie, a, a drama as much as I liked it, it was just mm -hmm. really well done. And I'm very excited about season two. So I just it was really good. And it I didn't really mention it in a lot of the different categories. I just wanted to slide that one in there. Fair enough. Because that's what we do. We slide stuff we in do. there all the time. I was going to say, is there anything else <laughs> that we need to slide in <laughs> to talk Before about? Before we wrap it up. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say 2022 was actually a pretty fab <sighs> year for dramas. Like across the board, we had different kinds of dramas and they were all just top notch for us to have this much variety in our favorite dramas of the year. That's that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that continues. The split season trend. Not so much. I'd like to see that burn <laughs> up in a, in a blaze of glory or not glory. Anyway, <laughs> in a blaze. Yes. In a blaze. Yes. I will set it myself. I don't mind. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.